Hey y'all, welcome to Couture Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Steele. I was recently having dinner with one of my older brothers, Travis. We got into the conversation of hiring people. I think any business owner gives a sigh or just like a, ugh, you know what I mean? When this topic comes up, because it is probably the hardest part of owning a business, investing into the right people. You're really taking such a risk and gambling on whether or not this person is going to actually make the cut, if they'll stay, and how long are they going to stay for. During our conversation, it got me thinking about my times sitting on the other side of the desk being the one interviewed and how nerve-wracking that whole process was. But something that I found to be odd when I was going through my old interview notes was not once in my several, several interviews that I've partaken in, was I ever asked how I stayed focused? Maybe it's just me. I take notes after after my interviews. And, you know, sure, they asked me how I stayed organized, driven, my listening skills, so on and so forth. But not once do I recall ever being asked how I stayed focused. I find it to be so strange because it's probably... One of the most important things to know about a person, you know, in in my opinion, especially now with ample distractions at our fingertips and working from home certainly made distractions far easier to actually distract us. We don't have that boss walking by checking to see if the web browser we have up is online shopping or the spreadsheet we're supposed to be in. I do find it an interesting concept, too, because even when I was working on the sales floor, you know, I'd be working with a customer, I'd honestly drift off into my own thoughts sometimes, and I would stop listening. I would totally lose my focus. And (laughs) to be clear, that's definitely not something you want to be doing, because the focus always needs to be on the customer when you're working with them, obviously. But how does someone stay focused? What strategies do they use in the moment to really stay focused and, I guess, engaged, you know? For this episode, I'm going to dial the clock way back to when I was working in New York City as an intern in the high fashion world. When I close my eyes, oh my gosh, it feels as though this could have been yesterday. The image is so crystal clear. I'm in a meeting and the president of buying was at the head of the table and she had a binder in her hand. Then she slammed the binder on the table. And I swear I can still feel the tremble that coursed throughout my entire body. She yelled, focus, why is no one focusing? And rather than saying, listen, why is no one listening? Listening, She emphasized focus. To me, it threw me a bit because why is this tyrant going off about no one focusing, about none of us focusing? We were all there tuned in. All of us were looking at her, listening very intently. What more could she want? 
So after the meeting, my bold 19-year-old self (laughs) said, I'm just going to ask her. So I walked over to her office and I knocked on her door and I was like, I'm curious, obviously asking if she had five minutes (laughs) first, but you know, I asked, I'm curious why the meeting upset you and why and why you felt no one was focusing. Oh my gosh, I'm literally getting goosebumps as I recall the situation. She said to me that sure, yeah, everyone was listening, but if they were focused and focusing on a solution, that would have been presented. Instead, everyone was just looking at me. It's never enough to only be listening. You need to focus on what I'm saying. Only then can you develop a fucking idea we're sharing. <laughs> and I quote, she was quite the fiery one. And I couldn't agree more. There is truly a big difference between listening and focusing. It is very clear when those two are done together because whew, that is a powerful duo right there. When, oh my gosh, when I left her office, I was so embarrassed that I didn't understand what she meant. It seemed so obvious when she explained it to me. The next day, I came into the office with my head down just a little bit. And this president of buying is sitting in my chair at my little intern desk. My very first thought was, oh my goodness, she beat me to the office. And shit, I'm so getting fired for asking that dumb as hell question. (laughs) I walked up to her and my heart was pounding. I was mentally preparing and getting ready for for the axe. She said to me, have a seat. And I couldn't have blurted out fast enough. I can't get fired. I need this credit to graduate. She gave me this really like funny smirk. And this was another horrendously embarrassing moment in my career because what she said next was, you're not getting fired. And then proceeded to laugh at me, which I probably would have laughed at an intern that said to me, said that to me now, in all honesty. But at the time, I was horrendously embarrassed. On the other hand, I was also trying not to pass out because I was still standing and my heart was pounding. So mortified, (laughs) she followed by saying that I was the first intern of the summer to ask her a question unrelated to fashion to never stop questioning management, that it keeps us sharp and will help me and help, meaning me, progress in my career. She stood up and looked at me dead in the eyes and said, stay focused and walked away. It was a moment where I had such a rush of emotions of yo-yoing where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting fired. This is so terrible. I might pass out to oh my gosh, I think she just paid me a compliment, (laughs) which definitely was the first compliment I have received and ever received from her throughout that entire internship. It's interesting. I haven't relived that moment in years, but when I was creating my online training programs for my company, that voice of hers, stay focused, kept coming up. Two very, very simple words that can really make or break a career. At least that's what she alluded to in our very brief interaction. (laughs) But a a less dramatic parallel is staying focused when helping customers. And online, specifically, the customer needs to feel you are truly focused on them and the conversation at hand. 
tying in what they say to you and in the conversation and so on, or answering them in a timely fashion. In person, someone can really tell whether or not you're listening to them, whether or not you're engaged in the conversation. It's usually pretty obvious they're making eye contact with you, or if eye contact is uncomfortable for them, they're at least showing body language where they are listening. They may be having an ear towards you and nodding, whatever it may be. It's very clear if someone is listening to you. It's less clear if someone is focused on what you're saying, but it's at least at least it's really, really easy to tell if someone is listening for, for the majority of people. But when I'm thinking about the differences between working in an online sales role and working in person sales role, the division and the differences really begin at listening and focused because the customer online, it's a pretty much a given. If you're chatting through a chat box and you're reading their answer, you're more or less listening to what they're typing. But are you staying focused and offering solutions to what they are asking you? I mean, I know from my own personal experience, I can definitely tell when a chat agent is probably on six or seven, maybe even 10 chats, they are not engaged in the conversation and they're certainly not focused on me and they're not making me feel special whatsoever. It's a matter of getting frustrated and Xing out of that box and not wanting to shop at that online store again. So again, the question that I posed at the very beginning of this podcast, how do you stay focused? And obviously, everyone has a different answer to that. However, for me, when I want to stay focused and truly engaged, I want to be able to be understanding what the person is saying and being able to offer a solution for them based on what their needs and wants are. Remembering what (laughs) what that woman in New York City told me, stay focused As I'm now deeper into my career, I actually fully understand what she meant now. It wasn't that you need to be staring at the person speaking, but while the person is speaking, don't be thinking about your response. Be engaged in listening. However, when the person is done speaking, you better be ready to be offering solutions. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you're focused on the conversation at hand. Staying focused at the task at hand, whatever that may be. You know, (laughs) there's such a big difference of a daily life between working on the sales floor to working in the buying offices to all these other roles and amazing careers in fashion. But the really interesting piece of it is, is that it's so unwaveringly necessary to stay focused on what you're doing because one little mishap and a store could receive 12 size 10 dresses instead of a fresh assortment. It's really that easy to make such a big mistake that is going to financially hurt the company at hand. Or you're in a meeting and you need a solution for one of your bigger buyers. If you are a vendor and you are needing to get an assortment ready for, let's just say, Saks Fifth Avenue, you need to stay focused on what Saks needs when they're when you're in these meetings. Sure, you're listening to them, you're absorbing it, but when you're creating that assortment for them in mind, you need to stay focused at the goal at hand. 
And I'm pretty sure, you know, the phrase stay focused is super translatable to every single career, right? I've found that even now running my own company, you know, when there's no one to report to, I am (laughs) the person people report to. It's finding new strategies of how to stay focused and engaged. And the one thing that I've found to be the most helpful to stay focused is to actually enjoy the conversation that you're having with your customer. And even if it's something where you have no interest in what they're talking about, try and find an interest in what they're saying. Because if you're focused in, you're going to be able to help them more. And when you're able to help someone more, you're also able to drive a sale up. Because when you're listening and you're focused, you're able to then offer solutions to what the customer is talking about. They may be talking about something completely irrelevant to what you are selling in the store. However, using what you're learning and what you're focused on in the conversation throughout the selling process is what a customized conversation is all about. A couple of years ago, I was taking a class about mirroring, and it was, I think, ClassPass or something like that was offering it, and this FBI agent was talking about the power of mirroring and how when you're repeating something that someone said to you, you know, back to the person in a different way, they automatically feel as though you are more engaged with them. And when you're chatting online, you want to use what they're saying to you to continue the conversation in order to drive the sale forward. If I can leave you with anything in this short episode is stay focused. Even if you are not interested in what someone is saying or what you're doing at the current moment, find a way to actually enjoy it. Because I promise you, when you are actually enjoying something, you want to stay focused on it. You won't be distracted or as easily (laughs) distracted because you'll want to be doing what you enjoy, right? Y'all, thank you so much for listening. And I have to get back to developing this product we are rolling out in early 2022. So I will chat with y'all next week. (laughs) 